When Lord Krishna was enjoying his childhood pastimes with his boyfriends, one Agasura demon became very impatient. He was unable to see Krishna playing, so he appeared before the boys, intending to kill them all. This Agasura was so dangerous that even the denizens of heaven were afraid of him. Although the denizens of heaven drank nectar daily to prolong their lives, they were afraid of this Agasura and were wondering, when will this demon be killed? The denizens used to drink nectar to become immortal, but actually, they were not confident of their immortality. On the other hand, the boys who were playing with Krishna had no fear of the demons. They were free of fear. Any material arrangement for protecting oneself from death is always unsure. But if one is in Krishna consciousness, then immortality is confidently assured. The demon Agasura appeared before Krishna and his friends. Agasura happened to be the younger brother of Putana and Bakasura, and he thought, Krishna has killed my brother and sister. Now I shall kill him, along with all his friends in the calves. Agasura was instigated by Kamsa, so he had come with determination. Agasura also began to think that when he would offer grains and water in memory of his brother and kill Krishna and all the cowherd boys, then automatically all the inhabitants of Vrindavan would die. Generally, for the householders, the children are the life and breath force. When all the children die, then naturally the parents will also die on account of strong affection for them. Agasura, thus deciding to kill all the inhabitants of Vrindavan, expanded himself by the yogic city called Mahima. The demons are generally expert in achieving almost all kinds of mystic powers. In the yoga system, by the perfection called Mahima City, one can expand himself as he desires. The demon Agasura expanded himself up to eight miles and assumed the shape of a very fat serpent. Having attained this wonderful body, he stretched his mouth open, just like a mountain cave. Desiring to swallow all the boys at once, including Krishna and Balaram, he sat on the path. The demon, in the shape of that big fat serpent, expanded his lips from land to sky. His lower lip was touching the ground, and his upper lip was touching the clouds. His jaws appeared like a big mountain cave, without limitation, and his teeth appeared just like mountain summits. His tongue appeared like a broad traffic way, and he was breathing just like a hurricane. The fire of his eyes was blazing. At first, the boys thought that the demon was a statue, but after examining it, they saw that it was more like a big serpent lying down in the road and widening its mouth. The boys began to talk amongst themselves. This figure appears to be a great animal, and he is sitting in such a posture just to swallow us all. Just see, is it not a big snake that has widened his mouth to eat all of us? One of the boys said, Yes, what you say is true. This animal's upper lip appears to be just like sunshine, and its lower lip is just like the reflection of red sunshine on the ground. Dear friends, just look at the right and left-hand side of the mouth of this animal. Its mouth appears to be as big as a mountain cave, and its height cannot be estimated. The chin is also raised, just like a mountain summit. 
That long highway appears to be its tongue, and inside the mouth is as dark as a mountain cave. The hot wind that is blowing like a hurricane is his breathing, and that fishy bad smell coming out from his mouth is the smell of his intestines. Then they all further consulted amongst themselves. If we all at one time entered into the mouth of this great serpent, how could it possibly swallow all of us? And even if it were to swallow all of us at once, it could not swallow Krishna. Krishna will immediately kill him, as he did Bakasura. Talking in this way, all the boys looked at the beautiful lotus-like face of Krishna, and they began to clap and smile. And so, they marched forward and entered the mouth of the gigantic serpent.